Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present. Boy, have we got an idea for you guys today. And I, I know that, uh, you know, I just looking at you two, I have to say, I am so lucky and blessed to be talking to such beautiful people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And they are two people that have got radiant smiles and they're energetic because they're doing something that nobody has ever done before. We're going to get into all that. I'd like to welcome um, um, Shell Benyar, right? Benyar. I knew it, dang it. I, I don't see, I don't have, well, I'm actually supposedly a quarter French, but I have no idea how to pronounce anything in, in French. So beignet, but anyway, and, and Alyssa Hahn, I, that's a good old American name. I can do that. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Indeed. Ladies, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. Good. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this all day long. I don't get a lot of people smiling at me the way you two are. So you know, it's really, it really is cool. And you're here for a specific big time reason. And uh, we're going to talk about all that over the next hour or so. And uh, first of all, um, do you want to give me each of your a little bit about yourselves and stuff and, and how you got together? Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll start. So I'm Alyssa Hahn, and I'm an intuitive healer and transformation coach specializing in holistic health. Um, so health of the mind, body, and spirit, theta healing, and human design. So theta healing and human design are two forms of energy healing. I combine all these things to just help people grow and become their best and highest, truest selves. So that's what I do. Um, I'll let Shell talk about what she does, and then we can talk about our story, I think, after. All right. I am a Reiki master, so I do a lot of energy work. I'm also a coach and a certified sound healer and a, an Akashic record reader. So um, I work in both the present energetic blocks that you have and any uh, past life blocks that you may be carrying around as well. And then uh, coaching as to where your physical pain may be stored as emotion in your body. One of these days, I want you to do an, an Akashic Records reading for me. It takes more time than we have here, but but I would love for you to do that. And I, I'd even pay you for that because I'd like to find out more about, you know, my, I think I know most about it, but I would like to know more. Anyway, um, so you, go ahead. I'd be happy to. So you guys got together and you just, because you were doing the same kinds of things, you just kind of ran into each other. How'd that work? No, so we had a mutual client. It was my health coaching client and Shell's Reiki client. And um, we would tell her all the same things. So we're both intuitive. So we were both getting, I guess, the same intuitive information and sharing that with her. And as she was seeing both of us, she was like, you two need to meet because you two tell me the exact same stuff. And so um, we met and what's interesting before we met intuitively too, we knew we were drawn to each other and we knew that we would create something together. We just didn't know what, um, and we didn't want to force it either. So we met, I think it was July. Yeah, it was in the summer. It was in the summer and we decided to do a trade. And so we traded um, human design for Reiki. So I gave her a human design reading. She gave me a Reiki session. And we both got to see each other's gifts. And then we traded again a theta healing session for a Reiki session. And it was in this session that we discovered that we were very intuitive together. So as I was doing theta healing on Shell, I was, um, wh what theta healing is, is I connect to a higher power and I get information about your subconscious limiting beliefs and how to remove them and replace them with more empowering positive beliefs. And I also get information as to where they're stored in your body. And as I was doing this, I noticed that Shell, her hands would be over the parts of her body where I was telling her like where these beliefs were held and she and her hands were there before I even said anything. Or like I would say like, oh, it's in your heart. She's like, I know. <laughs> like like I, I feel it. And so we got the idea, wouldn't it be cool if we tried Theta Healing and Reiki together 
on one client. So we asked this mutual client who introduced us if she would sit with us and do um, a session. And we had, we had never done it before together, but it was really powerful and mystical. And the results um, were just way deeper than if you were to do a theta healing session or a Reiki session on your own. And from there, we offered it to a few more clients and they gave us spectacular feedback about how deep the healing was, how much they had become aware of, how much lighter they felt in their bodies afterwards. And we knew we were onto something. So we decided, okay, we have to turn this into a thing. Uh, we looked around on the internet and it does not seem to exist in any way that we can find it. Uh, no one has combined those two modalities. I, we haven't found two practitioners for one client yet doing those things. So we said, all right, let's turn this into something. And so we came up with a name and uh, it's soul body alignment because that's what's actually happening during the session. Your soul and your body are coming into alignment with your highest self and we're releasing anything that is keeping you from that. That is really, really interesting. You know, a couple things. A lot of people are intuitive, <clears throat> but I haven't met very many people that are intuitive in the same way, in that they can both read the same person and come up with the same results. Does that make sense? It's yes. Yeah, so it's that plus. So I get other information that Shell doesn't get, and Shell gets information I don't get. So it's and so it's not just we're intuitive together, but we are more intuitive together. So it's two practitioners coming together for like. You create like a triangle <laughs> yeah. of like intuitive powerhouseness. <laughs> and it, if that's a word, yes. Then, it is. Then, we just yeah. made it up. <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing about that is that. So as we look at you guys as energetic beings, you're taking your energy um, and her energy and it's combining for a higher energy of that that encompasses you both. Yes. And so what's interesting, Kevin, you know human design. I'm a human design reader. Right. Human design, you get an energy map that shows you how your energy presents in the world. And it was, I think, after we did our first um our first soul body alignment session, I looked at my chart and Shell's chart. And our energies combined create a lot of um, new spark electromagnetic energy. So we end up creating gifts together that we don't have on our own. Like our two energies bring in a new energy, like, but, but not just, <laughs> not just like one new channel. It's like six. So we have all these additional gifts when our energies combine. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Cause you, you start thinking about the possibilities of mm -hmm. what you guys are capable of doing combined versus individually, it's pretty dynamic, I would think. Yeah, we're like the Wonder Twins. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you just had a um, an event over the weekend. Um, we did, and you, were, yeah. you were telling me that that went well. When you say that went well, what do we mean? Oh, it means it was deeply healing for everyone who attended, which is great. Um, it was an hour session. We had two of them because we got such great response. So it was a women's sacred circle full moon release because we have a full moon right now. We had it last night was the full moon. Um, so we met and uh, we had a circle with women um, in which we released things that we no longer want to carry and that are no longer serving us. And um, the shares were very powerful. There was a lot of emotional um, release ha that happened. We've gotten spectacular feedback from that as well. Uh, both sessions were completely full before we ever expected them to be. And then we ended up waitlisted. Uh, the next session that's a few weeks from now is already full and waitlisted. So it seems to be something that our community really needs. So how many people are there that come to a session that now is full? Eight per session. Right. So it, it's about because the space that we're in, we weren't really sure what to expect. So we we are in a very small, very intimate, lovely space. Um, but it looks like we will very quickly outgrow that. <laughs> so what do you see the future for what you're doing? I mean, I mean, the, the, from my understanding, you two are very gifted at what you do. Um, can you teach other people to do this as well? That's funny. We talked about this today because we're Amazing. like, yeah, because, well, I think for both of us, we love it 
like when women come together and empower each other. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we're like, okay, can we maybe inspire and teach others how to work together, how to support one another and use our each, our individual gifts, combine them and create something even greater for the world to help people heal on a deeper level. You know, I got to tell you, I've been doing this a while and uh, way back into, I learned my lesson way back in 2003 because I had two psychics, two mediums on at the same time and they didn't know each other prior to. And uh, so I thought, well, they're spiritual people and they would like to, nope, it nope, didn't work out <laughs> that way at all. They each had an ego around what they did. And so consequently, they not, they, they almost got to be where they were fighting on the air. It's like, nope, that's not what I see. This is what I see. No, that's not what I see. This, so how is it that you guys are able to keep your egos out mm. of it and working together for the betterment of the people you're working for? I think this might be a different answer from each of us. So I'll let Shell go first. Um, well, I think for me, I'm very empathic. So I can feel what other people are feeling at the time that they're feeling it. And in fact, what I've learned from my human design with Alyssa is I actually amplify that feeling. So it becomes even stronger inside of me than it is in the person who originated the feeling in the first place. So when I'm in your shoes, I'm, I'm not in, inside my own ego anymore. I'm, I'm with you. I'm living what you're living. I'm feeling what you're feeling. So for me, it's a synergy that's created. And that just takes the place of the ego. Also through my practice of Reiki, um, the thing that I have learned that works the best is for me to get out of the way to become an empty vessel. So I'm the conduit for the higher energy. So me getting myself out of the way is a practice that I, I do every day before every session. So I, I'm very capable of that. Um, and it's, it's part of how I start anything that has to do with healing. And then I get into that synergetic aspect with the, the people that I'm with. And I can, I, I want to say about Shell too, I think you are so humble more than like, anyone I've ever met. So it's, it might've been something you were born with. For me, it's not that easy. Like I've had to deal with a lot of my own ego and getting it out of the way. And it's even affected my healing sometimes, like trying to heal my partner. Like I was like, the first time I did it, I'm like, I want to impress the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> sorry if I wasn't supposed to curse. No, 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 <laughs> right? but not, just, just so you know, we're not governed by the FCC. So you can say anything you like. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, as soon as it became about me and not about the higher power, the creator of all that is, who's doing the healing, that's when everything like went crazy, right? So I've had to do a lot of work around getting my ego out of it. And even with Shell, when I first met Shell, she is so gifted. I was like, I was envious. I was like, oh, I, I want to be like Shell. Why can't I be like Shell? Right. And and I had to work through that. And the way I work through it is through belief work. I And I use theta healing to do that. I see, okay, where did these beliefs originate? Why are they serving me if they are serving me in any way? And can I let them go? Can I replace them with new empowering beliefs so that I don't need to hang on to my ego anymore? And let me just say about Alyssa that I think her connection to a higher power is one of the strongest I've ever seen. Um, so she's humble in that way as well. Um, I feel like it's because her gift is so clear that she's able to do as much work as she does uh, in the healing realm because it's it's amazing what she's able to tap into. What's it like when the two of you are together and you are able to read each other and more more than typically people can do, do you guys have a special communication that you have between each other? I don't know. I think it just energetically, we feel stronger around each other. In fact, when we're in session, both of us have our eyes closed. So we're, uh, you know, we'll open them every once in a while to, to get something or, or check in on the, the client. But for the most part, we're in a different place. Mm -hmm. We're on a different plane. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, it's more like I'm, and in you too, we are more focused on the client than we are each other. But some, but we will communicate with each other throughout the session just to give each other more information. Now, now this is for both of you because it's important. And, and that is when you say that you have a clear connection to the higher power, what does that feel like? What does that 
how does that manifest itself? Mm -hmm. And how do you know that that's the case? Sure, I guess I can start. Um, well, for me, I, and I think for Shell too, we ground, we connect to the earth, and then we connect up um, to the higher power. And I, at this point, I just know what it feels like. It feels safe. It feels warm. And also the messages I receive are messages of pure love. That's how I know it's the creator. Um, if it's not a message of pure love, I know it's coming from an ancestor. It's coming from a guide or it's coming from my own, my own mind, my, like my crazy mind, <laughs> which, which doesn't happen as often now, but sometimes like when I'm challenged by a client, like say a client's like, I'll say you have this limiting belief. And they're like, no, I don't. Like, there's a part of me that'll be like, oh man, what if I'm wrong? Right. But now I, now I kind of know that also like you can have conflicting beliefs. So you hold your beliefs on different levels. You hold them on your core level. These are beliefs that you've developed in this life, the ancestral level. You store these beliefs in your morphogenetic field and your DNA. You have your past life beliefs and you have your soul level beliefs. And sometimes these beliefs conflict, right? You might believe something on a core level that your ancestors didn't believe, right? So some, so that's how I, I'm now less like self-conscious when I am like interrupted or told like, no, that's not true. Now, I, now I'm just like, it's okay. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> it's, it's, it really is amazing to watch you guys work. Uh, Cause it, it <clears throat> it's something it it's, it's remarkable that uh, you have can have you, because you're, you're getting the information from nowhere in particular that we can see, yet you are grounded in the faith that the faith that the information that you're receiving is real. That takes a great deal of faith and trust that you know what you're doing, right? Because I can't make it up. Like, I don't think I could make it up some of the things that come to me. You know what? And, and they make sense. I'll give you an example. Um, so when she did her theta healing on me, she was connecting to something about my grandmother and then my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother had a nickname for me that no one else knows except for me and my mother. And she's like, I, you know, I'm connecting to your great-grandmother. There's her energy here. And I'm seeing a small flower and it's very tightly closed. And my nickname from my great-grandmother was Rosebud. So the fact that she was able to pull that in at the same time she was talking about my great grandmother and there's only one other person in the world that knows that um, was pretty fascinating. That was when that was when she had my full buy in. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And, you know, it's interesting because I've been doing this a long time now and I've met some really, really good uh, communicators with the dead and other folks. And, and that is what they, what they get. They get, they get the information. Can I tell you a story real quick? Absolutely. It's one of my favorite stories of all time. When, when I was uh, just starting positive talk radio in 2003, I had a good friend of mine, still is a good friend of mine. Her name is Kim Miller. She's a psychic medium. My sister-in-law had just passed away two weeks before. And, um, and I was going to her memorial. We'd done the show like one whole week, and that's all we'd done. And um, and on Friday, I said, well, we're going to the, her memorial service tomorrow. Does she have anything that she'd like to say? Her name her name was Sandy, by the way. And, and Kim said, well, generally speaking, if they haven't been gone very long, it's hard to communicate with them because they're very busy on the other side. It's, there's lots of people to meet and orientation and all that kind of stuff that they do. And she said, but she said something about uh, yellow roses. Don't know what that means, but that's what she said. And that's all she said. So I go home and I ask my wife uh, at the time, um, did Sandy like yellow roses? I don't know. Went to, next day went to her brother's house, which is her husband, asked her him, and he said he really didn't know. Um, so then we went to the memorial service. And on one side was my side of the family, which is all dressed in suits. On the other side, they all came up in Harleys uh, with colors and, and stuff. And so then in their, uh, in their leathers and all that kind of stuff. Well, we're standing outside and everybody's kind of staring at each other. And I see the, the, uh, the flower truck pull up 
And so it reminded me that I needed to check that out. So we go into the, uh, to the uh, memorial service where it's going to be held, the little chapel. And up front were two um, uh, vases, large uh, flower uh, vases of, of flowers. One was had a bunch of yellow roses in it. And the other one was a, um, a, 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 what do you call it? A, a board, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, I forget what you call it in the flower world, but it was a, it was a board that had a heart. And then the heart was all white carnations in the center was a smaller heart, all yellow roses. And mm -hmm. that told, and that told me that she was just giving me enough information to know that she was going to be there. Mm -hmm. So she was not only not dead, she was actively knowing what was going to be happening the next day. Yeah. She and was listening to whoever placed that flower order. Exactly. And that was, that was her other side of the family. They knew more about her than we did. And so they, and it was, it was amazing. I've had so many of those experiences that what you guys talk about, what you do and you're, it's real. There's no doubt in my mind that it's absolutely real. And uh, I know there are skeptics out there, but, and I'm hoping that everybody will work with you because then they will find out personally that it's real. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think there's also, you have to buy into it too. Like, uh, I don't think soul body is probably it's well, it's for, it's for men it's and women, but it's not, not gonna for be everyone. For, it's not going to be for everyone. Right. Is that because there's a, a, of a faith problem or a, a belief problem or why doesn't it work for everybody? You think it's a really deep level of healing. So you have to be on a healing journey, I think to get vulnerable enough to have it be as effective as we expect it to be. Um, so, you know, what's cool about what Alyssa and I both do is that we have um, offerings in any stage of your healing journey. So if you're just beginning and you're not really sure, um, you know, what you're working on or where you are or who you are, let's say, then you can work with Alyssa on your human design um, chart and she can tell you a lot about who you are and how you present in the world and what your gifts are and where your lowest expression is, where your highest expression is. If you just know that you need to feel better, maybe you're having physical pain in the body or you're having trouble sleeping or you have anxiety, then you come to me for Reiki and you don't have to experience any of your trauma for that. You just leave feeling better. But then if you want to get a little further into that, she has her health coaching offerings. I have some what I call root coach, root cause co coaching. So that goes into like physical pain and the emotions stored beyond the physical pain. And that's, you know, if you're trying to unravel pain and then beyond that, we have these offerings that are more for the soul um, that are more, uh, they're a deeper aspect of everything. They're the deepest aspect that we've offered. And they're the, also the deepest aspect modality that either one of us have ever encountered. I'm curious when we start talking about the soul, um, my assumption is that the soul is always with us and is always there and it's, it's always whole, but are there times when the soul can get, um, off kilter or discombobulated or, or not functioning properly within the confines of the body? How does that, how, how, how do you connect the soul, reconnect the soul and how, that, that whole thing how does, <laughs> to do what you just said? How does it all work? Well, so for me, from a theta healing perspective, when I learned the theta healing technique, and this is a technique created by Vianna Steibel, we learned that the soul can be um, broken at times. And usually it you can tell if the soul is broken if the person is very, very depressed and they've gone through really traumatic events in this life, maybe and their ancestors have gone through traumatic events. And so you can witness that healing, right? But if you want to bring your soul back into alignment, like you really need to do the deep healing work that Shell and I offer. It's really looking into what are your limiting beliefs? What is blocking you from living as your true self and the life that you truly want to live? And then get enough information so that you can release that from your body. And so, I mean, that's what Shell and I do. We use our collective power because there's always more power in the collective to help people release these energies and belief or beliefs. That makes perfect sense. Shell, what do you think? Um, well, I do agree with the the aspect of the soul sort of um, 
saying peace out. Uh, so the shamans, <laughs> the shamans call it a soul retrieval. Um, mm -hmm. So when the soul sort of breaks, it will it will kind of go off into its its healing realm, into the higher realm. And, and then you have sort of a break, a rift that happens between the physical body, which is the vessel for the soul and the soul itself. It became too much for the soul to live on the 3D plane. And so they had to take a break. They had to go somewhere else, which is what we do every night when we sleep, right? When we're sleeping, we're resting, we're going somewhere else to get that deeper level of healing and integration for all of our experiences. So the same thing happens when you go through something really traumatic. The soul breaks, it goes somewhere else says peace out for a minute and it comes comes back but not in the same way it, it's a little bit fragmented so then you have to sort of fill in those gaps to create the wholeness that you're looking for do, is one of the things that we do as people because of the trauma that we go through we tend to bury the soul where the soul can't reach out to us and it's kind of like somewhat buried and not available to us or isn't trying to help us to get to where we want to go um and how does how does that all work i love that question um i think that the soul is always there communicating with us but we live in a culture that has told us from the very beginning of our lives that we need to stay distracted and that we need to trust a different authority and so if we were all taught in elementary school how to meditate uh, what our human design is, uh, how to be our highest selves, that we have a higher self, what that looks like, what that means, how to how to walk in this world in your highest expression. If we were taught all of that, we would be completely different beings. But we're actually told that we should listen to the authority that is governed in fear. Um, and then we break from our soul and we stop listening to it. We we disconnect from our intuition. We believe the collective society. We believe the culture. And then we fall into a paradigm of fear and mistrust. And so it's really a journey back to listening to your soul, taking out the distractions. And there's so very many of them. We're constantly filling holes with distractions. So when we can get to the place where that's what we want and we want that more than anything and we're willing to do the work that it requires to just turn inside and look at what's inside of ourselves, we will find that we it will be hard, but man, the payoff is worth it. It is. It is. Like I, I still find myself like if I sit down and do my meditation every night, I will find myself drawn to my Instagram and I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm, I'm trying to avoid <laughs> the healing work because it sometimes can be hard to look at the deepest, darkest corners, you know, of our, of our souls, of our minds. And, uh, but, it, but it, the payoff is amazing looking at where I am now versus where I was three years ago. It's like, it's night and day. When do you find that it's okay to look at those dark places and go, that's yeah, all right. It's, it's, it's dark, but it's not that dark. Or is when that you find a good practitioner exactly. <laughs> that you feel safe with or two, <laughs> or two practitioners. Well, I walked right into that, didn't I? So. Yeah. It's truly, it's about feeling that like there's a safe space mm -hmm. that there is, that you're going to be held in non-judgment and support. And so wherever you can find that in the world, you will be able to journey into your vulnerability. And the best way to find it, the easiest way to find it is to start looking for healing practitioners that make you feel that way. And, yeah. and, it, and that is connecting to your intuition. That is go in there with your eyes open, your heart open and try to feel how that person makes you feel. And you'll know within minutes if it's the right fit. Maybe that's why in when you see people in in group settings and stuff and and they're in a group setting that is filled with people who care and people who really are interested in the best about you that it it tends to break down walls people tend to open up it can really be life changing when you enter a community like that do you find that to be true we experienced that this weekend in our, in especially one of the circles we were in. In one hour. <laughs> in one hour. <laughs> I mean, it was like walls breaking down and um, we got a piece of feedback that one woman said it was amazing that like, it wasn't a pity party, but it was like our issues were all normalized and we were all there to support each other and release what needed to be released. And 
Um, Were there tears? Oh, yes. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I would like to go back to something you said about having the two uh, psychics on that didn't know each other and how it became about ego. I was just saying to Alyssa today that, you know, we also are told from our culture that we need to compete with other women and that it's a competition that there's not enough. We live in this in this lack of abundance sort of place all of the time where there's there's not enough uh, magazine covers for all of us. And there's not enough, you know, world trips for all of us. And there's not enough calories, you know, for the right outfit or there there's too few calories for the right outfit, let's say. So we're put into this place of competing with women from the very beginning. And so I said to Alyssa today, I feel like it's not about competing with women. Is If you feel like you have to compete with a woman, then you're not with the right woman. And it's about finding the women that will support you. And that can be hard sometimes. You know, I, I was talking with a gal earlier today. It's it, it sometimes what the way people's minds astounds me. Um, she's a former Miss Washington. Uh, beautiful girl. She is a, uh, she, now she's in her early forties. She's mother of two. She's got, she's does modeling. She does a bunch of stuff. And, um, she asked during the podcast, is it video? And I said, well, yeah, I, I always do video. And she said, well, I'm scared of video. I said, why are you scared of video? She said, well, I, I don't know, but my, I don't like the way my teeth look. It's like, have you seen who you're going to be interviewed by? And you're, you're worried about your teeth? You know, it's like, she's a beautiful woman. She's got lots of talent. But I think that's a, a good example of how we all are. We all have our innate abilities and our talent, but we don't recognize them. And we downplay them because somebody else might be better looking or might be a little skinnier or might be a little fat, or, you know, whatever it is. Um rather than accepting each other for who we are and loving each other regardless. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm so far, I'm not seeing a whole lot of it, but it, being with the, with the two of you in a group of, of like-minded people, you can create, I, I'm willing to bet the energy that you create when you're in that room is nothing short of amazing. Oh, thanks for that. Thank you. <laughs> well, tell me if that's true or not. I don't know. It, it feels good. It feels good to both of us. Like we were talking about, you know, if one of us were just to go run this event on our own, it it wouldn't be the same thing. It, it would it would feel a lot harder with. And, and I think one of the reasons, the signs that we know we're meant to work together is it has been so easy for us to create these events, to run them, to come up with new ideas for future events and, um, it, it just feels like it's falling into place. Yeah. And you asked the question about the creator. How do you know that you're in that space of like, you know, channeling a higher power when you're in alignment, the whole world changes, everything just sort of happens for you instead of to you. And, and you can see that. And then things, just opportunities open doors, open things fall into your lap. And that's exactly what we've experienced since deciding that we even wanted to do a women's circle. We found a space. It was free. We said, great, this is free. Let's do a free offering for the community. They were looking for that. So it just lined up. And then it turned out that we, you know, there was a full moon coming up. And then we had all of these women say, I, you know, I didn't know anything about full moon rituals, but I've always been curious. It was so wonderful to see that this was an offering and here we can learn something here and we can incorporate it into our lives. Alyssa, you just said in my, in my mind, the magic word, which is, this is easy because, um, I've long ago, I was in a network marketing program. I don't know if you've ever been in one, but you try and sell other people to buy the products and, and, and to join up and all that stuff. And I was with, we were with a mentor and there were six of us and, uh, we were all complaining because it was really hard. It's tough to get people to join and that, da, 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 and he, and he said, well, this is what you got to do to do it. And so, well, one of the six of us, she made the, um, monumental switch. She said, this isn't hard. This is easy and I can do it and I can do it well. And, uh, of the, of the six of us, five of us are no longer with the company. She is a multimillionaire. Yeah. Cause that's because the power she- of belief. She made the decision that it was going to be easy and the, and the universe rewarded her with it being easy. 
And then just like you guys, you, you said, hey, why don't we do this? And everybody said, hey, that's a great idea. And they flocked to you. That's going to continue. We hope so. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're excited. Yeah, for soul body and um, or soul body alignment, and we have new appointments coming up, and it's just it's going to grow. So, so where are you guys located? West Hartford, Connecticut. So central okay. Connecticut. Yeah. So, so uh, are you going to be doing Zoom calls with using this format and and going more nationally or worldwide? What do you foresee the future holding? Uh, so we do. We have um, clients who are international. Actually, like we we see clients all over the country and different parts of the world. But for soul body alignment, we're sort of like, oh, it's it's very powerful in person, maybe we'll try a zoom at some point, but, but right now we're, I think we're really digging like the in-person deep healing work, sitting on the couch after the session, coaching the person talking. It's, it's, it's more personal. I enjoy being in person more. And it's maybe a functionality also of my uh, growth as a practitioner, because a large piece of what we find that we intersect with every time is um, finding energetic attachments in the body. So I'm finding like a density to the energy that exists out in the energetic field that has to be removed. Um, and I'm able only at this time to, to feel those in person. I can do Reiki over Zoom, but to, to determine an energetic attachment where it is in the body and then actually remove it so that you physically feel lighter and different as you walk out of that session. Right now that has to be in person. Alyssa's perfectly capable of doing the the theta piece over zoom. So it's just a matter of my growth there, I guess. Well, and the, the, you will grow together. I, I think it's phenomenal that the two of you gotten together, you're getting to know each other and, and you're going to be, it's, it's almost kind of, kind of like I used to do something. I have the three uh, people on and, and they were all uh, gifted in one way or another. And we used to call it the, the psychic car wash uh, where you, you can, you go and, you get, you're the car and, and you two are the car wash and they're clean by the time they get done uh, <laughs> because you each can. And speaking of which, I would love to have you on KK and W so that we can take questions. Would you be open to that? Absolutely. Yes. That'd be mm -hmm. so fun. That, that would be really a, a lot of fun. And, and I just, I tell you, um, um, I haven't worked with you a lot, Shell, but I've worked with uh, Alyssa a little bit more and, and her, her, um, um, gosh, what do you, what do you call it again? The uh, soul, not the, the body blueprint, the, the yeah, human, human design. design. Human design. Human design. You, you did such a nice job with that with me um, that it was, and it, it, it was exactly right, I think. Um, I don't know if you still have that up or you still have that around or was. That or was, was me and Kayla together. Uh, Kayla Mason, who's a different healer, she's um, she's an intuitive human design coach and radical acceptance coach. That's Shell's cell phone. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't hit do not disturb. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's that's perfectly okay. Um, Can you just turn yeah. It? yeah, there you go. It's Thank your you. husband. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, if you need to take that, you can take that. We're, we can we can all listen in. <laughs> He'll be there later. <laughs> that's good. That's why they call him husband. So that, that's really good. So what else would you guys like to, to uh, share with the audience about what it is that you do, how to get a hold of you, uh, how the, you know, the, the website and everything that you need so that people can reach out to you? Well, first, let me say that being in Central Connecticut is lovely because we are within driving distance from New York City and Boston and all of the spaces in between. So while we are in Connecticut, we are in the Northeast and perfectly drivable if you're in that area. Perfect. Yes. And so, Oh, go ahead, Kevin. No, I was just going to say your website and how, how do they get a hold of you and you, your next event is in a couple of weeks and I know it's full. 
Uh, you're going to have to do more events, my friends. Yeah. So we we are waitlisting right now. Um, we have an event on February 25th. It's another Women's Sacred Circle. It's called Connecting to Your Intuition. Shell and I will be talking about um, how our intuition developed over time, strategies and tips you can use to develop yours, um, and also how intuition presents for different people. So not everybody is intuitive in the same way. And I think that's very confusing for a lot of people. They think intuitive, oh, they're a psychic medium, right? Uh, but intuition presents itself in so many different ways. And it's at the body level. Um, and most many people think, you know, they make decisions with their minds. But that's not true at all. <laughs> so we'll be we'll be teaching a little bit about that. Um, we'll be doing a uh, meditation with uh, sound healing and theta healing. So I perform theta healing at the group level while Shell um, does her sound healing. Um, that seemed to be a hit. We got some feedback about our last circle and people felt really um, connected and safe and like they were releasing during that. Um, and then we have an event at, um, the Delamar hotel in West Hartford. This is on March 12th. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. yeah. So that one is about energetic boundaries. Um, so if you are constantly feeling depleted, if you are putting other people's needs before your own, then, um, this workshop is for you. Uh, basically we're talking about how to protect your energetic boundaries from, you know, anyone. And then, also how to walk through the world in a way where you're not getting sort of taken advantage of energetically. You know, there's a lot of people that'll go into a grocery store and just feel exhausted when they leave because they're empaths or they have a weak energetic boundaries. And so they're taking on everything around them. A lot of people do this, but we also, even if you aren't an empath or have energetic boundaries where you take on other people's things, we do that in our home lives and our relationships with our, our the people that we're connected to on a heart level. Um, so this is teaching you how to maintain your own energy, to not get sucked into someone else's stories, um, to keep and maintain your own perspective and to really be a sovereign being energetically. You know, that is pretty um, vital that you that you can get away from having people affect your own energy because you can it, you, it can really take you south in a, in a in a in a real quick way. So teaching people how to protect themselves, I think, is really good. Um, and that's a, that's a, a course all by itself, isn't it? Yeah, it's a three hour workshop. So it's a it's a longer content than um, our typical circles are just because there is so much that can be taught and experienced. Um, so we'll have some group exercises so that people can actually try some things out while they're with us. And then we can guide you. Um, and then we'll give you, you know, tools to take home with you. So it's, it's a very comprehensive workshop. And honestly, if I had heard of this workshop in my twenties, my whole, that whole decade would have been different. <laughs> it really is. It would have been, it would have been. And, and yeah. congratulations you two. I think, I think that it's great that you've, uh, decided to work together and you're really, you're going to make an impact. Uh, one thing I would encourage you to do, this is just me, just the three of us sitting here talking. But what I would encourage you to do is to do zoom calls and, and that you do larger zoom calls with to, to create a larger community. It doesn't mean that you can touch each and individual, each person individually, but what it does is it provides a collective for the positive energy that you guys exude and that can open people up to some really interesting things that they can come forward with themselves and uh and using you guys to facilitate it what do you think of that idea we've talked about it we've also talked about going on the road too <laughs> <laughs> where would you go oh there are a lot of really great areas around here i mean mystic connecticut is one of my favorite places and there's something so beautiful about having a couple of mystics in mystic connecticut <laughs> <laughs> so would you get in like a uh, um a motorhome and just take off and see where you end up <laughs> Throw a guitar on my back in case I want to play a little ditty. You play guitar? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh, we've got so many ideas, Kevin. We've also talked about creating um, video 
courses online so that anybody can can learn what we're teaching in these um, local classes. So that's definitely a possibility. We may be very soon adding those types of things to our website. So pre-recorded content um, that is just downloadable is another option, an easy way to do that as well. You know, I think it's it's really important that uh, in your in your case that you have found a partner that you can work with. I've been trying for years to find somebody to co-host my show with me. I can't find anybody. It just doesn't work. Maybe you don't need anyone else. Maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. I. Well. <laughs> but but you're not really alone, right? Because you're interviewing other people all the time. That that's right. Well, you know, the universe has told me incessantly that I don't need to do this with anybody else. That the focus isn't on me anyway. It's not my, it's mm -hmm. about you and about what, yeah. you, what you can bring to the world. And you do a great job by yourself. Well, thank you. That's <laughs> awfully nice of you to say. Can Would you repeat that? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it, Although I know you have a team of people helping you though. Not, not co-hosting in the same way, but you definitely have support. I believe, can I tell you what I believe? I believe it to be the fact that I've got a team of people on the other side. They're guides, they're family members, they're <clears throat> angels, whatever you want to call them. And they got together with your people. It's, it's like, you know, like the, the, the agent says, well, I'll have my people call your people. Well, <laughs> they get together with you guys and, and they say, well, you know, I got this show that we got this guy and we got to have you guys. And we, because it, it works. And, and so I, I think you, your team got together with my team. Voila, here we are. They were all around a big conference table planning our, our future takeovers. <laughs> I have the same vision. <laughs> that they're in a conference room, and in, in the middle of the conference room is this great big screen that is three-dimensional, and it has what's going on in our world. And they're looking at us saying, now, what if we plan this? What if we did this? Oh, bring him over here. I want to talk. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, re I really think that's, that's what happens. People are going to have me... Uh, committed but that's okay no you're with the right community you can say pretty much anything <laughs> well i want to i want to tell you guys thank you so much for doing this i know you're busy and it's it's oh it's past dinner time over there it's almost eight it's what is it 7 40 7 48 yeah um, to answer your question, we both have websites. Our soul body alignment is on both websites. So no matter who you go see, you will see this offering. Um, my website is called insightandillumination.com. And mine is alyssahan.com. So it's pretty simple. It's just my name. <laughs> Yours again, uh, Shell? Insight and Illumination. Perfect. Perfect. Will you guys be a regular on my show? I just love you. <laughs> to be. Yeah. We, maybe maybe we, we'll come out to Seattle. Yes. There you go. In our trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can be trailer trash out here. <laughs> well, you know what they call us back where you were from? They call us the left coast. At least they do in the south. Uh, like I used to work for a company out of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, you live on the left coast. I said, how does that? <laughs> Like, well, when you look on the map, we are on the left side. So we are, um, but we're very, we're very progressive. You guys would do extremely well out here, I will say. But you know what? We're needed in Connecticut, I think. Where it's, uh, we think that here there's sort of a gap for what we do. And yeah, we feel. Like I think there's a gap here. for what we do in, across the whole yeah. planet. But we are very much needed on this land at this time. Mm -hmm. and take care of yourselves and energetically and physically and take care of your families. You guys are important to the development of the planet. Before we go, I want to ask you both one question, and that is I believe that we are on the cusp of something dramatic and really good, but there's going to be a lot of, a lot of issues before we get there. Um, Shell, do you agree with that statement? Yeah, so I've read about what's called the shift. Um, so the shift into a higher consciousness by the entire planet and to a higher energy. So we are definitely in that. We're, uh, according to my readings, we're about halfway into that. 
Um, so we're we're now turning turning a corner in that energetic upgrade that the planet is going through. Um, it's up to us as to how well we do that. Um, if we go kicking and screaming, then it might be dramatic, as you say. If we are all embracing trying to uh, live lighter, better, easier lives in more community, then it can can possibly go easily. Um, but within the next 10 years, there will be a significant change, I believe. And you can see it in the number of people that are waking up, that are waking mm -hmm. up to their own healing, to their own spirituality, to um, inclusion, to diversity. It's everywhere. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I feel so driven to do what we do is because, I mean, I've walked that hard journey, right? And uh, I know how dark it is and despairing it can be. And I know what it's like to move through it and come out on the other side. And so I, I feel like I need to get out there. And I think it's true for you too. And just share with people that, oh my gosh, there is so much hope. And if you have faith and you work through it, you can live whatever life you want. And the beauty about the energy now is it's moving faster. So healing is actually, it's amplified. It's, it's happening faster. You know, what took me a decade might take someone one or two years. Yeah. <laughs> what took you a decade? Took, took, you, three took me three, <laughs> three years. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a decade of difference in our ages. So that explains it. That is, that is so cool. And, and I, I admire you both. Your work is so important. I just wish that I could get people to understand the simple concept. It's actually not simple, but it presents itself as being simple, and that is that we are all one. If I could get everybody on the planet to recognize that we are all one, we come from the same place, we have the same energy, we and that we have wondrous and remarkable differences between all of us, and they should be celebrated. If we could get that done, I will go to my resting place and be happy. We'll get there at some point, Kevin. We will. Well, you better hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Is there anything else that either of you would like to share before we go? Uh, thank you so much, Kevin, for being a platform for us. And, and for, for so many people. Yeah. Yeah. It's great what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I'm there for you. And so you guys have got um, my credit card. And so anytime you want to come on the show, you are more than welcome. Um, and we'll, and we'll make the, we'll make the space for you because I believe in the work you're doing and it's necessary work and it can change quite literally. It can change the world. Thank you. For Thank that. you. We'll take you up on it. We'll come back. <laughs> you better. I'm going to come find you in the, <laughs> in the neck of Con the heartland of Connecticut. So, so thank you. Thank you ladies. Anything else you'd like to add before we go? No, I'm good. Yeah. Then then I will say we are complete. Thank you. And wait right there. I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.